Good morning and welcome to the Autopsy of Her Healing, Evolving, Resiliency. I am your host, Iris Denise Owens, and I hope you all are having a wonderful Friday and you have had a wondrous week this week. Let me first introduce you to my beautiful sister and co-host. Good morning, Honey Bunny. How are you? Good morning, Honey Bunny. How are you doing? I'm great. I am great, great, great. And good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. So, we have a guest today, and she's just not a guest. This is my sissy. This is our namesakes. This is Kimberly Holmes Evans, and we share the same maiden name. And so we are we are affectionately known as those doggone Holmes girls. So Kimberly, yes. welcome, 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 sissy. I'm Thank so you for having you. me. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. We're really yes, glad to absolutely. be here. We thank you for coming on. So we're going to jump right in today. And today we are going to be talking about healing and evolving. And where we're going to focus is, I'll give you the topic. So you got to get an idea of where we're going to go today. So our topic today is going to be, girl, go get your life. But the tag to that, right? The back tag, the hashtag to that is, don't forget to remember. Now, if you're saying to yourself, what does that mean? It means that sometimes we forget who we are, right? We forget whose we are, and we forget why there are some people or some things that we remove from our lives. And we think that we need to go back and rehash it or rethink it or revisit it. So girl, you need to go get your life back. And that's what we're gonna Absolutely. talk about today, Yes, right? So ladies, what does that mean to you? What does that mean when you say, go get your life back? Well, for me, I kind of thought about it right quick. Remember when your mama would tell you, don't touch that iron, mm -hmm. it's hot. Right. Don't touch that iron, it's hot. I remember one time we were at my grandma's house and she had the ironing board up and the iron was on there and they would always say, don't touch that iron. But me being curious, Every time I would pass the iron, I would put my hand on it like this. And for a number of times that I passed by and I put my hand on it, it was not hot. Mm. But then that last time, mm -hmm. I put my hand on it and it blistered my entire hand. And my mama told me, I told you mm -hmm. not to touch the iron because it's mm -hmm. hot. Mm -hmm. So from that I never forgot to remember, don't touch the iron, right? Okay. Because mm -hmm. you end up with blisters, you end up being injured, and an iron can be like a personal relationship, it can be a situationship, it can be an old job. Remember not to touch the iron because what happens in the end? You're scarred. You get burned. Absolutely. You're scarred, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's where, you know, getting my life, not for not forgetting to remember to stay away from those things that injure me. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's sometimes mm -hmm. the things that we do to ourselves that we we can tend to be the one who does the most harm to ourselves. Because, oh my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because we all have, you know, we all have a vice. And so we all have a vice of something, right? Or vices. Or vices. 
vices don't mean bad or good. They just vices. right. It just means right. it's, it's a thing that we have. So the, mm-hmm. my character, my character makeup or my character DNA is one of I always want to be the helper, right? I always want to be, I want to be that girl. I want to help you explore the world. I want to show you, I want to show you the things that you never see before in life. I want to to help you expand your mindset. Let me show you who you are. Oh my God. Right. I want to show you who you are, baby. If he don't know who he is, it is not. And you're 45. Yeah, 45. If he don't know, it is not my job to show him. But we as women, because we are, we are givers, we are nurturing, we are caring, we are loving, we are all those things. When we see people sometimes in situations, and it's not only men, it's children, it's people, it's girlfriends, it's brothers, it's sisters. Sometimes it's mothers. Mothers, absolutely. We put ourselves in detriment because we believe that that's what we're supposed to do to help another person. Right. Right. Like, I, yeah. Many of those things we don't heal from. Those are the exactly. things we are, we are healing from and have to learn how to evolve from. Like okay. I told you yesterday, sometimes it feels like you have this end in the ro- of the rope in this hand, the other end of the rope in this hand, and you're the knot. You're the knot that's keeping the rope tied together for your mama, your daughter, your your children, your grandchildren, your man, the doggone dog. You are the knot. And if that knot unravels, you feel like it's going to, oh, I cannot let this knot unravel. But sometimes we have to let the knot unravel so that everyone can pick up their own pieces. Right. And we have to find ourselves. I love that, Kimberly, because you know what? When a knot is, when a knot is, a knot is pulled, right? On, like you said, on either end. When a knot starts to break, that means there's too much tension on either end of that knot. There you go. And so that's how we have to sometimes, before we get to the point where we're snapping everywhere, where the rope is breaking and it's spiraling out of control, we have to stop that. We have to stop stop it. You have to let it go. And we have to tell all those people and even the dog, go get your life. <laughs> Hello, go literally go get your life. Go get because your life. The reality, of, the reality of it all, we have no control over anyone but anything. Ourselves. Amen. We don't have control over our, what's going on in our house. That's Going right. In your house with other people, you have no control. You're not in yeah. those rooms every single day with your children, downstairs with your dog, whatever the case may be. You have no, you don't have no control of what's going on in the world, the wars, what's going on in the government. You have no control. And these are the things that a lot of people, especially women, we worry about all these things we have no control about. You have to be, and then a lot of people, you're worrying about all those things, think you're controlling those things and not taking care of you. Amen. You know, not taking care of what's going on with you. And some people speak in a more arrogant way. And it's like, get your house in order. You know, which means around your own door. Exactly. Which because you can't, like I said, you can't control what's all those other people in your house. Right. But you because what I always say is when you change, everything around you changes. Amen. You have to be the change that you want with what's going on around you. And it's how you put yourself together 
That's what's most important. Everybody's everywhere else looking for every solution everywhere else. The solution is you. Absolutely. And it's like that saying, people say, prayer changes things. No, prayer doesn't change things. Prayer changes people. And in turn, people are the catalyst for the change. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. yes, prayer is very important. Right. But it's a one-on-one communication with God. And Mm -hmm. God gives you, you lend your ear to God, and he gives you the, the roadmap, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can bring about that change that you so desire. But you mm-hmm. have to be ready to what evolve. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because yesterday <clears throat> I was talking with Kimberly yesterday. And um, yesterday was a day for me. I mean, it, and it wasn't that anything bad happened. But yesterday I really literally texted to my friend first. I said, my head voice is so loud today Mm. and so the person texts back and said hmm what do you mean by that and I said it just seems like I'm in a like I'm not settled today like I was up I was down I was walking around I was smoking I was doing all kinds of things yesterday and I was like okay you got to get it together here and it's like I was having this conversation in my head with myself about what my life is right now. Like, what is my life looking like? And I was thinking, why are you having that conversation, right? And I, for some reason, I just was unsettled yesterday. And I don't want to call it an anxiety attack, but it was, I was just really unsettled yesterday. And I, I did, I deemed it that my head voice was really loud yesterday. And after I, sp- I shared it and I spoke it out loud, because you all know, I always say, let me talk out loud so I can hear myself think, right? Is that I shared it out loud and I shared it with two other people, one of them being Kimberly. And then one person sent me scripture. And then basically Kimberly, Kimberly and I had a conversation. It wasn't even scripture. It was something really more like scripture, but it was, um, it was more uh, devotional. Devotional. Yes. And, and then Kimberly and I talked about it and we, 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 got, we prayed and mulled over it and talked about it. And so this morning I got up, I went outside and I had this conversation with my son because he said, yeah, mom, why does that happen? And I said, because it's doubt. It's doubt. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the humanness of us in doubt where we struggle with our own accomplishments or even if we think we're not comparing ourselves we're comparing ourselves to something and right. makes us think that we're not where we're supposed to be and I said that's where you have to find your your quiet place to pray to meditate to release to get it you know do something that is beneficial getting outside walking talking to God wherever you are any time of day gives you the ability to release that steam you know like you talk about the iron because that steam balls up inside man and it's like you just want to feel like you just want to run up and down the street screaming and yelling and people will be like what is wrong with you right but sometimes that's how we feel because we're that headspace gets really really loud so Mm -hmm. i think that's part of healing and and evolving that was like my scripture this morning i was looking for was like choose to have faith in god you know and it was like basically that it was about the spirit of fear that mm. God did not give us a spirit of fear Correct. you know and it is a spirit and we have to not condone that spirit and we and a lot of people live in that place right you know 
that was interesting, like when you were saying how you were feeling yesterday, and it was so funny because I had a very rough day yesterday also. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a lot of stuff going on. And um, and it was like this, like literally spoke to me this morning that, you know, no, he gave us the, he gave us the spirit of, he gave us the spirit of courage, not to be a coward, you know, and right. to be a balanced person and things of that nature. And I had to, you know, take care, I had to take care of some things this morning that was really bothering me when I went to sleep last night, early this morning, I had to get on the phone and handle it. And it turned out not to be what I thought it was. Thank you, Jesus. But, you know, and I was like, I'm not going to be a coward about it. And while, whoever I have to talk to to handle this situation, I will right. talk to and handle it, you know, right. so I, I truly understand you, you know, yeah. and it's like, that's the, the, the thing that will kill you is comparing yourself to other people right. that will kill you. The Absolutely. And that's the thing that creates distress in your life. When mm-hmm. you, oh, you're comparing or you're 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 feeling like you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Again, girl, go get your go life. get your life. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. That on ourselves, you know what I mean? And you know, like us, um, I I'm a realtor also, Kimberly. And it's like, oh my God, I had to go, you know, deal with some of that stuff. And you feel like, oh, is this enough? You know what I mean? What else can I do? You know, right. if one deal falls apart, you know, you haven't had a deal now. What I gotta do something else. I gotta do something else. And I had to just center myself, like, well, if if the deal went through, would I do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. No. So why should I do that? You know, why should saying? you do that? Exactly. And so I, I like, like that. That's a good, that's a good way to look at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if this had happened, what would I have been doing? What would you do? And then exactly. you know, we have to remember that God knows our names. He knows our addresses. Mm-hmm. He knows every single thing about us because after all, he made us. And he mm-hmm. sees so far ahead into our future. And we mm-hmm. let today yes. bother us. Yes. But mm-hmm. Our prayer is give us this, this day, day our daily bread. bread. We don't worry about mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yesterday's exactly. gone. And we yeah, trust God. Day. And I, you know, I'm preaching to the choir because last week, Wednesday, my laptop died. Okay. Well, I work from home. My company does not provide our equipment. So I'm like, oh my God, I got to buy a laptop. (laughs) Then while I was waiting for my laptop to be delivered on Thursday, I had to go into the office and work. Well, what happened at work? The lawn people were cutting the grass and kicked up a rock and cracked my, no, not cracked my window, put a hole through (laughs) my car window. Busted. Oh my God. Yeah. Busted. So I'm like, you know, really, and I, because I was, you know, I was cursing, I was PO'd, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, sissy, just calm down. It's going to be okay. And I had to remember what we say, girl, go get your life oh, because okay. who am I? I'm a child of God. I am Kimberly. I'm God's girl. Right. So he already knew that this was going to happen. And what our gift to God is, is our reaction to the things that yes. he allows in our lives. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. right. And mm-hmm. even in our contrariness and our disobedience to God, he never forgets to bless us. Amen. He keeps on reminding okay. us of who he is and who we are in him. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of being a child of God. That's yeah. where the healing involving comes in. Absolutely. We realize from which, from where we, who we are created by, 
who mm-hmm. made us, who covers mm-hmm. us, who is always there with us, regardless of what the situation is. Absolutely. It is, you know, getting your life back because life is not, a, you know, it's not a, it's not the, like it's rosy and it, life is a journey that you are going to have bumps and bruises and mishaps and hurt and pain along the way. But all in the midst of that, there is joy, there is Mm -hmm. victory, there is overcoming, there is, oh, I didn't even think that that was ever possible. Things that happen to us that are so miraculous that we were like, I never even saw myself there, right? I think that is the greatest part about healing and evolving in life. Because when we are hurt, and don't get me wrong, hurt hurts. That's why it's called hurt. Hurt hurts, right? But when we get stuck in the hurt, mm-hmm. we are, I, I want you to hear what I'm saying. When you are stuck in hurt, you are not living. You are not growing. Oh, absolutely not. You are absolutely. not moving. You are not functioning. You are not. Mm-hmm. You are not. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're not. Right. And so the well, reason for the healing, hurt. right, the, the reason for the healing is to release the hurt and the pain And I'm not saying that the hurt and pain are going to go away because there is some hurt and pain that never leaves us. Right. What we are equipped to do is to learn how to manage, how to manage and how to evolve from that. Amen. You you know, Stephanie, back in the past two years have been quite heavy for myself and my family. Um, Back in 2020, my sister, who was a brilliant, beautiful woman who had just really reached her stride. She was the first black elected district court judge in Moss Point, Mississippi. She was she was fired on all cylinders. Um, well, her son, who had mental issues, went in the house and murdered her my sister and the police in turn murdered him suicide by cop right so our family reels from that you know why 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 you know why why her why now why us right but even in our not understanding the whys we understand that God knows and God provides and God keeps and God heals and God expects us, his children, to witness to others that if this can happen to me and my family, yes, it can happen to yours. It may have happened to yours, but there is still life worth living because He has kept us, you know, things happen, bad things happen, but we are still called to be the light in this dark world. Mm -hmm. So evolving from pain, evolving from hurt, evolving from just the BS of life. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes commitment, it takes dedication. But once you put all of that in and you get up in the morning, what Mary Mary J. Blige say? Good, Good morning, morning gorgeous. gorgeous. Good morning, <laughs> gorgeous. Because God has made us that way. 
That's right. Yeah. I'm so sorry that happened to you and your family. That I, oh, That's devastating. Yeah. And I remember that that story. It was on the news and everything. Yes, it was. I remember I had flown down when it first happened. I flew down to be with my other sibling. And um, I was in the airport in Gulfport, Mississippi, getting ready to come back home. And on all the TV screens, they were talking about it. And you look over and you see people pointing. And to know... Yeah, that's, that's my, my sister, uh, not just my, my people. people. That that's is my sister. That's my, my blood. Sister, my, blood. my mama exactly. and daddy's third, wow. fourth child. I mean, yes. yes. And and then to come back and to see her laid out in that casket in her judge's robe. She had studied. She had gone to school. My sister went from being a gambling woman who was who drug her children from pillar to post to going to school and and getting her paralegal degree and then working for an attorney a prominent attorney then the judge whose seat that she had he died and she ran and got you know she got the judgeship in a special election then when that term came this rich white man ran against her and tried to besmirch her name, but she overcame that and she was duly elected, you know? Yes. And like I say, she had, she was just reaching to where she had always wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And we'll never know the whys or what, you know, but again, God knew. And though the tragedy of the situation is difficult to grasp, there's still a reason behind it. Oh yeah, and people may disagree, but God has a plan. He has a plan in every disaster, in every triumph. There is a plan, and God expects us to witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and to go get our lives. Witnessing, witnessing helps healing. Yes, you're healing, right? And you absolutely when you're speaking. You know, I remember. Uh, Lady Obama said, you know, First Lady Obama said that it's a tragedy. I think that was the word she used or an atrocity that things happen to us and we don't share them with other people. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's true. We, we, and so for me, we're willing, like now reality TV and all these things. So we're willing to get on TV and, and show our behinds in such a manner that is like, come on, y'all. Right. And that ain't even reality. And, that, and it's not, and it's not reality. Right. And it's not reality. It's TV and it's drama TV is what it is. But we but will know, not take the time out to really show things that could really, or speak go, about go, go. things that could really help somebody or heal somebody or move somebody from uh, life to, you know, to death or death to life, I should say. Right. But we don't, we just kind of, I don't know. We focus on the things that are, who are they really helping? And I guess that's, that's, yeah, I do, but you know what I do think about, especially when you think about what's going on in reality TV now, at one point it was certain things like, I know when um, the real housewives of New York came out, I love that show because it wasn't the drama. It was like, I just saw this girl, she had $1,500 in her bank account when the show started now she's worth almost a billion dollars. 
and watched her start that business on, you know, um, the Real Housewives of New York. And then you see what it came to. I don't watch them. I don't watch it anymore. I stopped watching years ago. But just the news and the blogs just alone. Do you notice the downfall of all these things? Like you could do whatever you think that you want to do. I mean, you have freedom of choice, but you don't have freedom of consequences. We do not. And when I tell you the chickens are coming home to roost, mm -hmm. they're coming home to roost. Right. And I think in that, those are the lessons that we are learning. People are learning a lot of lessons. Reality TV isn't real, but the lessons that are being taught, but with the downfall of it are mm -hmm. real. Yeah. And, 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 and it's showing itself. These people are losing their lives. They're, they're losing their status that they had that 15 minutes of fame. Nobody yeah. even know they don't anymore. They're losing their minds. You know what I mean? There, there is a lot of things that are going on when you see what's going Let me tell you, when people, oh, what's going to go on here? What's going to go on there? I always say, God got this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every day. You want to sit, sit out there and spew all this negative stuff, put it on, yes. you know, social media, have people follow you, talking really horrible things about women and how, you know, they need to bow down to men, all this negative stuff. That guy, he had a following like nobody's business. Oh, yes. Kevin Sanders. Yes, yes. yes. Right. Exactly. You see what happened to him, right? But exactly. see, but that's how I always felt about, I'm sorry, Steph, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm going to say that a lot of that's going on with a lot of people, you know, yeah. whether they're falling from grace, I'm just going to. And but that's how I always felt about Wendy Williams. Oh, yeah, exactly. And now you're right. I never wish never. I'm not a person who wishes I never wish harm towards any person, no. even if I no. feel they have done harm to me. That is not what I do. I have I have to pray myself through that and pray that's for them right. at the same time that I hope nothing harmful comes to them. Right. And that it doesn't exactly. come to me because I don't, I, what God says, what you, what you judge or how you treat or how you wish for other people, be careful. That can be you, Absolutely. right? So I'm very careful about what I say or what I believe about people. But my issue always with Wendy Williams was that very same thing. I understand that everybody has a job to do, right? Or people make their money and their careers in different mm -hmm. ways. And, and I understand that, yes, somebody got to tell the story. I get it. But look at how that thing flipped. Because for years, I every time Wendy Williams would speak, I would turn off the radio. I would never, I, and yeah. I grew up with Wendy Williams in New York and I never listened to her. Because I did you know, not, I, I was, I I'm, did Wendy, not, I'm a Williams fan. I'm not, I you know, did I, not I, like her methodology no, I, I mean, of how she treated people. Yeah. And now look at how that thing has flipped. It flipped. I mean, I'm not, and that's, I'm not joyful in that. I'm just using that as an example of they took Wendy's Williams stuff from that show and put that mug out on the corner, like bye. Girl, yeah, by exactly. they didn't even exactly. say, Wendy, would you like any of this stuff? Would you like to come back and collect anything from this set? Nothing. That is why we need to be careful because, like you said, Steph, people build you up, and the same way they build you up, they will snatch that. Pedestal. They will what they, they take will snatch that it, and they will That's remind you so quickly, you were nothing. You are yeah. nothing. You yeah. are something, and you are somebody. But when you let people steal your 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 character, yeah, you got a problem. Well, that's if you had character to begin with. Like you have to have character. You have to have so character. You know, and you the have thing, to have character. Some people yeah. like when you're doing those sorts of things, you don't have like 
I was a Wendy Williams fan in the point of it was entertaining, but I, I, I feel that in a lot of ways, I always had a really good sense of who I am. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, whatever she says is right. Because sometimes when she had her show, I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she just said that. Because I knew right. she was going to pay for it later. You know what I mean? Or even right. some things on the show. But, then, but the reality is, though, I guess I recognized pretty early on that she was in pain. Now, I don't know how much pain she was in, right. but she was in pain. And then you have like that, Um, I don't know if you know the YouTuber Tasha K. Same kind of windy kind of thing. Um, I don't know if you guys know who she is. Um, well, she's a big YouTuber and she just got um, Cardi B just took her to court because uh, she. Oh, yes. I have. I have read that. Yes. Right. And she, she lived in America. Yeah. Yeah, because so, she uh, was trying. She said something about and Cardi B took her. She to said court. like a lot like this. She had herpes, but she kept doing everything was about Cardi B. Cardi yes. B has to take the videos down, da, 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 whatever. They finally went to court. She still and, didn't want to take the videos down. Yeah. And finally, um, that, you know, now she has to pay Cardi B X amount of dollars. She kept getting on her show. Oh, you know, I take this injunction and wipe my butt with it, da, 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 whatever. Now she had to move out of the house of Atlanta, rent the house out, move to Florida. And she she doesn't have no money. She didn't have the money to pay Cardi B in the first place. But you came with all this bravado. You know, the same kind of thing right. with Wendy. I think that the thing with Wendy, besides she had the fame, I think it was more I could do this and keep my man. But she just really wanted love in a family. This yeah. never happened. Yeah, but, but that is that is a that. Wendy is but a prime example of a person. Money. Wendy is a prime example of a person who is hurt. Yep. Who is damaged, who is mm -hmm. broken, and it mm -hmm. does not focus on healing or exactly. evolving. Because her right. people, go get your life out, back. Right. How to heal. Go hurt get people, your life back. Hurt people yeah. hurt people. And yes. exactly. when so we true. When we depend on external validation, yes, mm -hmm. people are fickle. Yes, I can enough. love you this morning. Exactly, so true. And ten minutes from now, I can Girl, stop talking to you all together. Like bye, boo. Kimberly, Kimberly, I was married for twenty-one years, and one day my husband told me he didn't love me no more. Right, and what do you do with that? Hey, I had to, hey, it, it took, it, it took a minute. I'm not going to yeah. lie, but yeah. I had to like, you know, I mean, it, but it, it took, but when, but my thing is when he told me, I definitely believed him because all his action leading up to that point showed me showed that. Showed Yeah. Validation. But I'm saying that, you know, and I had to work my way out of that situation. I had two young children, da, 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 you know what I mean? I mean, now we're good. I've been divorced now for like, what, five years but yes, yes, I, yeah. I, I believe that I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, yeah. and and but fortunately yeah. for you, like you say, you knew who you were and you fought your way out of it, but so many people. And in this age of social media where our young people are getting their validation yeah. from TikTok, yes. from mm -hmm. Facebook, from this, and they closed off in their rooms and we really don't know what the hell they're doing but they don't know who they are mm -mm. Mm -hmm. despite yeah. us trying to build into them to give them their sense of being mm -hmm. we are fighting against so many other forces I know. you know how our parents used to say i'm not your little friends right because right. our parents would say i'm not your little friend because they knew that our friends had influence 
Well, now mm-hmm. what's scary about all this social media is that these are not even friends. And they yeah, come from know. so many different sources, right? Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. said, Steph, it is important to instill in our children, in our young women, in our young men, that you are a value. You are a person of value, just where you are, who you are. You don't mm-hmm. have to go and twerk on a video. You You're don't good have to just as you, you don't are. have to do something crazy. The other day I was I just happened to be watching uh Judge Faith show, uh Divorce Court, because my mom oh, had it on and I decided I was gonna turn it on while I was working in my office. And you know I was having a baby. Oh, that's beautiful. They make yeah. a cute couple, her and Kenny Lattimore. Um, yeah. But this, she had a couple on, this is a, a married couple whose husband was cheating and the husband was, you know, right. The, you know, they show the notes and the text messages and all this stuff. And he said that the reason why he wasn't, he was cheating was because she was not giving him enough oral sex. Okay. So his <laughs> wife says, this is how we're going to fix this. I'm going to start giving you oral sex as much as you want it. But now we're going to videotape it, put it online, and we'll get paid for it. So we make money at the same time, and you get satisfied. What in the hell? I'm like, y'all have got, this is the thing that I'm like, oh, my God. I want y'all to evolve. I want us to evolve. But don't evolve to barbaricness don't evolve backwards that's not evolution that's that's not evolution and what we do as a people we fall into the traps (sighs) we fall into the traps and we do bull crap like that and It turns around, I told you, I told you that's what they are. I told you that's what, they're no better than cavemen. They're no better than barbarians. And we we allow ourselves to be pigeonholed into yeah, some. That, yeah, that, that's really, I, I, when you said that word, the pigeonhole just hit me. Because we do, because the reality is when, when I know when I really think about it, there are so, like, it's really not, I don't know people that are like killing each other. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a certain amount of people, black people that kill each other, but we don't, we just know they're black. We don't necessarily know them. They're not in our family. You know what I mean? You think about the people that you know, the people in your family, people that you have relationships with, they're not, do, they're not on twerking on YouTube. You know what I mean? They're not doing those things. So when you really look at it, it's, a, it's more of us that are doing great things and have families than they are people that don't, you know what I mean? But they're, they're highlighted. But that's, that's the, the narrative that, that- Yeah, that's always the narrative spun. It's always a narrative. Right. It's always a narrative. Be- and the sad and tragic thing for us is that we allow ourselves to be a part of that narrative. Yeah, we, we live up to who it. They say we, we live up to the I narrative. Think- but I think the people that have, like, before this whole thing happened with Bill Cosby, I know he was on Oprah, oh, talking about, all, you know, all the things like that. Like, oh, that's our Black people. We need to get ourselves together. Boys need to pull it. All this nonsense. Well, true or not true, okay? But my thing is, Bill, you having a platform that you had at that time and other people having a platform that you have, why not, okay, that's a, that's a certain amount of people. Because you do not see 
people from other races talking about their people and their cultures that are horrible, that do horrible things, that look horrible, that are uneducated, that are having babies with everybody. And they have them in other cultures too. They don't even focus on that. You know what I mean? They, they, take, they take those people that are crazy, they disassociate themselves from their family members and they pretend like they don't even know them, okay? But here we are, we want to um, like let them dump it on us. You know, when we have when we have achieved something and have high standards, we go on a talk show, they want to start talking to us about, you know, somebody who got, well, what do you think about these black people killing each other? I don't know anything about that because, you know, I don't know anybody that killed each other. They, they just yes. happen to be black. But I yeah. think that we have focused on the wrong things and we allow people to put that on us. I mean, yeah. we definitely think the things that are going on in our community, but there's so many things that are better going on in our community than the things that people try to put on us to focus on. And that's the problem. And when I, have a- I, would, I agree with you, Steph, but the thing is, is that unlike other cultures, right, our culture gets lumped together for everything. So that's why that's why it comes across that way, because as unfortunately, right, other cultures do not get on or other cultures are not always the target like we are the target. We're, we're, the, we're a target. And so yeah. even when we're doing good or when we're doing bad, every situation becomes the highlight. Right. right. But the highlight is higher when it is the negative. Right. Absolutely. Because we we are we are we are the black sheep. Right. For for what people believe us to be knowing we are Mm -hmm. not, but we we are no worse or no better than other cultures of people. Right. Mm -hmm. But we have the bullseye on our backs and on our heads. So I think as people of color, when we do excel, maybe we go about it the wrong way. But we're, we, we get frustrated because you're kind of like, why? Why are you doing this? Like you have every other opportunity to do something different and do something better and do something more. And yet you choose to hang in the slum. You choose to I mean, live I, on the bottom. Now I hear what you're saying. And I think that I think that that's a conversation that we have with our culture. But I think when you have a platform, and that you want Good Morning America, and they prompt these questions at you, you need to come back with something very more, much more positive, especially if no one in your family has killed somebody. You don't know somebody who killed somebody. Yeah, because you can flip it. Because you can flip it. Right, this is a town hall, like a town hall meeting with our people. You know what I mean? You, the little boy next door, you have a relationship with, all of a sudden he's wearing his pants around his thighs. Like, hey, you know what you, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, you just pull them to the side or something. But to put that out there, because now that you're uh, whomever, what status you have. And yeah, to make that your platform. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I get that powerful. part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what Bill Cosby did. You know what I mean? And, and you of all people. I mean, I, I heard horrible things about him in, in, the, in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying everyone. But my thing is, especially when you know you're doing things and you got a whole people bunch of who live in glass houses should not throw stones. Throw stones. And, and here's the thing. But guys, but guys, can I pause right here? Everybody in the Bible that God chose had an issue. Oh, we all do. We are just people. We are just exactly. people. And and That's so right. this, this is why healing, evolving resiliency <laughs> is 
is grace. It is only it's by grace. It's imperative. You must do it. But most people don't do it. You no, know, they don't. If you did this, I wouldn't feel like this. If you didn't say this, if I had this, if I had this, it's everything so, else but you. <laughs> the guy at church, let me see if I can find it from Wednesday night. Um, his point back to what he was preaching about. Um, oh my goodness, where is it? Um, highlights. He said, now that you've arrived, it's your responsibility. Right. So God has given us grace. Mm -hmm. He's given us mercy. Mm -hmm. And we, so to speak, us three, three beautiful, melanated, successful women. Mm -hmm. We have arrived. We got our life or we're trying to have our life. Right. So now it is our responsibility to do what? Help somebody else get there. Reach theirs. back. Reach mm -hmm. back. Reach mm -hmm. to the sides. Hell, even reach to the front when one of our sisters who has arrived forgot to remember. She's arrived, but she forgot to remember who she is and where she came from. Amen. You got the big head. So to speak to your point, Stephanie, instead of us getting on a national platform, bashing each other. Yes. It's our responsibility to build each other up. Mm -hmm. And to uplift and to, you know, to say, hey, yeah, I do know that over there on Auburn Avenue, there's a pocket of folks who might be killing each other. But up the, on up the block, we got three young men, three young women, black women who just opened a business. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what's called evolution. Right. We, mm -hmm. we stir the pot. And we keep stirring, wade in the water. God's troubling the water. Yeah. We keep waiting. We keep stirring. We keep evolving. And it's our responsibility yep. to reach mm -hmm. out to others and bring them up to where we are and to inspire them to go even further. Yep. It's true. That, that is correct. That is correct. I think that mentally, like, I think, I mean, okay, we do know our history and, you know, maybe we don't know everything about our history because... They have changed our history so bad. Yeah. Our kids, their kids are really not going to know anything. They love changing other stories. But the, all of these slave movies they consistently make, it's like, really? Really? You know, because I think they made Schindler's List. They made another movie. I can't remember the name of that movie. But they don't constantly make movies about the Holocaust all the time. But they're making slave movies every chance. It's something, something, something. And I think it's something to work on you, you know, psychologically. Like, you were a slave, you were a slave, you were a slave, you know. And it's just like, really? That's where we, we keep going back to. But I challenge to. you on that. It depends on how you how you interpret it, Steph. Because it could, it's, I don't think it's to make you believe that you were a slave, you were a slave, you were a slave. I think it is to show you resiliency of a person who was enslaved who was not born into slavery, right? That how they evolved, how they managed to heal from, or if they didn't heal, how they still managed to evolve to something greater and better. It is not, it, I, I think it's how you look at things. And I think that's where 
we have to always be mindful. I remember the year that I went to see, I, I went to see um, Django, 12 Years a Slave, and the Nelson Mandela movie in one month. I was beseeched with grief and, and confusion in my head. And I was like, okay, that's it. No more, no more movies about slavery. But I remember all the parts of those movies because that motivated me to say, okay, yes, people did this to you. People did this to us. But do we live up to what they say we are or do we surpass who we know we are? Right. And I think that's what we always have to remember because yes, somebody may make something or do something with a certain plan for you as to it to be a downfall for you. Well, the devil meant it for bad, but God meant it for good. Amen. And God, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. I think sometimes that's where we get stuck. It's negative, but you can find a positive in everything. And sometimes we need to learn how to extract the good, even from the bad. I think that's where we trip. I mean, none of those, those movies, I left feeling empowered. I did not feel like that. What I'm trying to say is I think that they make a lot of them. And I think that you could make some other movies other than that. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, but and who's making them? A lot of those well, movies are done by black or by black um by black directors because they are not our stories aren't told. And so that's not, the story that they're trying to at who least did, who did, who did Django Unchained. That wasn't black, that was um Quentin Tarantino. Okay, he's not well, black. You know well, I mean? I'm saying sometimes they're made by blacks. I'm not saying all the movies. I'm saying, but I do think that when people are making these movies, it's not for the, the I mean, depending on who the, who the directors are, whatever their goal is, I don't think it's for the purpose of making us feel less than. I think it is for the purpose of being able to get information that we, we are so much we don't have. Because I, I we're do, not I represented. I Always the right information because you know, but, but I think the thing is, is that you can make those, but like, why are we not making other movies? About well, I can tell you, movies. I can I can answer that for you. Um, it's not that those other movies are not being made, but we have to remember who holds the purse strings, right? Exactly. So, I can make a movie about me, you, and Iris, friends. Now they did have girlfriends, but even in that, it put us in a different light than who we really are, you know? Mm -hmm. So we can make movies, we can make documentaries, we can do a whole lot of stuff, but in order to get it to the masses, we have to remember who holds the purse strings, who opens their pocketbooks or who closes them. And the narrative again is controlled by other people right and even for us we don't want to watch a movie about three real women who really get along who really love one each other and who are there from each other people we want, want to see, drama we want drama we want they want me to take we my want, they're, they're to fight and you and curse you out do all of that, that they that's want that. the unfortunate part about who we are as characters I, I i told you i had a conversation with one of my one of my my sorority sisters mom's best friends right they went to school together they went to a predominantly 
white school, there were like probably four of them out of a school of 1,200 or 1,400 students in this school back in the 60s or more in the, no, that would have been more in the 50s, 60s, because they, they were my mom's age, right? And they went to school together. And I said to her, you know, I said, what do you think is one of the worst things that ever happened to us as, as a culture? And her answer was, when we, when we, when integration happened, because she felt like we began to assimilate, assimilate. to this culture of people so that yeah, we right. could fit, right? So yeah. that we could be accepted. And even after yeah. all this quote unquote assimilation, we are still not accepted. Exactly. But, she, but she made a good point. She said, we came from family values. Family values of going to church, of being respectful, exactly. of respecting right. yourself, respecting your family, never right. being disrespectful to elders or to other people, even when they may not have been disrespectful to you. But we mm -hmm. had a standard of how you carried yourself Absolutely. and what you did. You would never leave your house back in the day with slippers and rollers in your hair. And now no. people go outside with slippers and rollers in their drawers showing in their, in their, in their whatever going on. And that's like, what is going on with and us? Think about it. Think about it. Up until the 50s, 60s, when, you know, integration started, we had a male, a father figure in our home. You know, yeah, uh, we, we had parents. We had, yep. you know, grandparents. We had grandparents. If, even if your parents, grandparents. had grandparents. It wasn't a, sh it wasn't a shame that multi-generations lived in the same home there was no mm -hmm. shame in it as a matter of fact no. that was the norm that it was, was. Not the exception so once we evolved we live in our gated communities we have our 2.5 children we have our mbas and our phds we drive our bentley's we drive our lexus but we have a five hundred thousand dollar home without a, a house rather without a nickel worth of home in it because mm -hmm. we have lost who we are. We have allowed other people to tell us who we are, to tell us how we're supposed to look, how we're supposed to live, and we don't we don't care about each other. I had a math teacher. I got mine. You got to get yours. What kind of bullshit? <laughs> we all had those teachers. I mean, got mine. Got to get. You got to get yours the best way you can. What kind of bull crap is that? Too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But even a in that, she said, "Our parents that told you that too." Even yeah. in that, you know, your mama loved you. You know, your mama loved you, and even though she may have said that, or in my instance, you know, I can't speak for everyone else. My mama may have told me that, but she showed me how to do it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Um, we have lost our way. The church used to be the center of our community. Yeah. Um, and we don't have faith in that either. We don't. I mean, I just saw an article I shared with. Yeah, I shared with past with our pastor, where these the millennials they don't even feel it necessary to go to church. To go to church, At they all. don't even have a relationship with God, our higher being. You know, it's TikTok, hip hop, bebop. Roblox. Well, there's money involved. Like the pastor, you know what's going on with that pastor in, in um in Brooklyn. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's horrible. It's, slay it's me horrible. now, slay me now, just slay. Oh, we it, we it, need a whole nother show to talk about that. Yeah, just slay it, me it, now. It is horrible. Yeah, but, I mean, 
we, we, yeah. You, but like, then you see a show like um, Iris turned me on to Bel Air. Never seen it. Bel- oh, it's so good. Oh, the, the, fresh, the remake of Fresh Prince, right? Yes. Yeah, I haven't yes. seen it. Oh my God, you got to watch it. But you got to go. watch it. Now you, that's a show literally about family, right? I, and they have, but they know who they are. They're living yes. in Beverly Hills and they have a strong family dynamic. Yes. And I mean, it has drama, but it's just, it's life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they are, they, like, so we need more shows and more movies like that. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean? That these are successful black people know where they came from. I think neither one of them really came for money. They live in Beverly Hills. They live a very, very nice life. They go to church, you know? And so it's, it's, it's very, so there are things out there that it, it did really well. They renewed it again. Good. Well, that's what I always yeah. loved about the Cosby show. And despite, I know people hate oh, I, Cosby. I get it. I love it. I, I know, will always it. watch the Cosby show because yeah, to I'm me, the Cosby show was a true foundation of black family. I agree. But yeah, it was you know, a true it's foundation. foundation. I agree. Yeah. I agree 100% with you, but I wouldn't speak to it, you know, back then, you know, in college and people like, I don't like the Cosby show. And I was, I was questioning like, why? That's not reality. Where I grew up, in Bergen County, that was reality. Yes, and of so course. I, I did not, you know, I did not understand like, well, that is reality somewhere if it's not for you. And it's interesting because people that would say that were already black people that were educated and everything of that nature. And I'm like, but wouldn't you be something like, you know, I could get down and watch a Cosby show. Like I could get down and watch Good Times. I didn't know anybody that lived like Good Times, but I saw it. Like, like you said, and it's true. I could watch something and always find something positive. I can right. run whatever I see, even though yeah. everything else has been trash. Maybe I got one thing out of it. So I didn't take it like that because I like the, the idea of um, that show was that there was still a mother and father dynamic in that. It was still mm-hmm. family. And, and the husband loved his wife. He mm-hmm. was not fooling around. He was not gambling. He was not on drugs. Neither one of them were on drugs. None of their children were on drugs. Right. right. So it, it said a lot with where they, had, where they lived when all that was around them. Right. You know, the very positive aspect of that show, you know, so, you know, so it's definitely things that there are things that that are out there that can be good. And you could take things like that, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, we have tossed it up today, ladies. I thank you all because y'all put my brain on fire. And now I'm like all these thoughts (laughs) running through my head now today. I I just want to say one thing about the good times. Right. I never really liked good times. I don't know. Like, first of all, JJ used to irritate me. And I used to laugh. <laughs> about the, right. And I used to laugh about the song because there's a part of the One song moment. that I swore that the song was saying, hanging in the toilet, good time. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So when I finally shared that with people, they were like, Hanging in the toilet, I was like, "That's what it sounded like to me." Hanging in the toilet. <laughs> but what what were they actually saying? It was something about the um, shucking and jiving, and somewhere about there's about somewhere near where she's singing. I think it was something about getting around shucking and jiving or something. But I swore it sounded like hanging in the toilet to me. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, but ladies, it is time for us to bid one another adieu. All right.
Daddy. I, I, I want to share something with you guys really quick. Yes. You know, like, you know, I'm into like all this fact stuff. So I found out something really, really interesting yesterday. Yes. And you know that, you know, our bow right here. Yes. So you do you know why we have a bow? Why? Because, you know, if you take a picture of yourself and you split it down the middle and you try to put it together, they don't match because your two sides of your faces are different. So right. when, when we're created, we're created in half. So it's our fusion of our face, of our bodies. That's what. Oh, bow is. and that's the bow. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole thing. You know, like you say, it's a, it's a. You don't see the line, but it's a line. But that's where it's a fusion of our face. Huh. Now you you, you even see it on your dog. So they have that line. You see their nose. It's the fusion because that's how how we look at Sissy's face. Sissy's looking like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> What? Well, we're fused together. It's like a half of a half. That's why the half of your body is different from your other half because we're fused together. Well, you know what I always say? People would ask me, are you mixed? I'm like, yeah, with my mom and daddy. So I guess that's where the fusion comes from. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but we Sissy. are not half. We are, we are one cell. But I, I, when, you create, I, I, when you look at every time I, I, I tell that obviously say she gets that perplex look at her face and she Google like, oh, yeah, <laughs> but no, it's I, I, it was interesting. But it's like, yeah, because that's why we have this. So when you when this. you tell stuff like that, you have to give sources. So where's the source? Um, it's uh, did you know this is the thing I, I subscribe to. Did you okay. know? OK, OK, I'm going to look this up. This, and yeah. it's called, this is called the bowl. The bow. Yeah, it's like the bow, like the okay. like the lip bow. I'm, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, we have we don't come. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will come back with facts next week. We will I'm, verify I'm, these I'm gonna, facts I'm next week. It. Well, it's like a right. fact. We will. Like like we will verify fact. these facts next it's week. Just, it's just it's a fun fact, but it's interesting. But I'm gonna send you which one that it is. Though I'll send. Okay. To you. Okay. Send me Kimberly. Send me a text, and I'll okay. have your okay. Gotcha. I'm going to do it right now. Well, ladies, as in the words of Don Cornelius, in the vernacular of Don Cornelius, it has been a stone cold pleasure today to join you all. I have had a wonderful time with you all. Kimberly, thank you so much. Thanks for for having me. We really enjoyed you. Yes, I'm here. And so we will definitely have to have you back again at another time for another topic and another. Please do. Please do. Definitely. You guys have a wonderful weekend. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you garnered some golden nuggets today of knowledge and wisdom and of encouragement or something that we share with you today that, you know, changes your life or moves your day or just warms your heart. And we thank you all for joining us today. So have a great Peace, weekend. Love and soul. And so be happy. Be, be happy. happy. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>